I'm Mark Pender for Econoday with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econoday. We're taping Monday midday. Last week's big news was the Senate confirmation hearing on Thursday for Fed Vice Chair Janet Yellen to replace Ben Bernanke as the Fed Chair. What stood out, Mark? Basically, the Fed's in transition. Uh, there's clearly going to be new leadership. Uh, President Barack Obama nominated Vice Chair Janet Yellen to replace Ben Bernanke as uh, the chair of the Fed, uh, his term as uh, chair of the Fed ends January 31st uh, of next year. And the, the Senate hearing was relatively favorable, and it, it looks like she's going to clearly be uh, confirmed as the next Fed chair by the Senate. And in terms of, so we're going to get definitely a change in leadership. The, the big question is whether there's a change in policy. Janet Yellen's policy views based on the confirmation hearing, they're, they're nearly identical to Ben Bernanke's policy views, and that is uh, the unemployment rate is elevated, and that is the key focus of the Fed, is to uh, bring some strength to the labor market. Well, and, uh, Fed policy is, uh, is still in focus this week. We have FOMC meetings, uh, FOMC minutes for the October meeting on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, that's right. Uh, we should get some clarification on how the FOMC internally is debating the issue of taper. Um, well, just going back, uh, you know, for all practical purposes, Janet Yellen is now the Fed chair for all practical purposes. Um, ben Bernanke, uh, unless there's some emergency that pops up, his style is to be understated and to not take away from Janet Yellen. That's just his style. And based on Janet Yellen's confirmation testimony, she noted that unemployment is down from a peak of 10%, but it's still according to her, and, and it, it's the data, 7.3% uh, in October. And uh, basically, she is calling that is still elevated. So we'll look at the minutes coming up and see if there's any uh, detail about when to taper. Janet Yellen even emphasized that changes in monetary policy are data dependent. That's the key phrase right now, data dependent. And the key data are in the labor market and in terms of inflation. And the latest inflation numbers are way below the Fed's uh, target goal of 2%. Uh, so we'll, we'll get some new information in terms of the debate. There's quite a bit of uh, Fed speak this week, which could also give us some clarity about where policy is headed 
or when tapering might begin? Data dependency is still the consistent uh, theme and that turns us to indicators. The big one this week is retail sales. Especially now, we're going to see what the momentum is going into the all-important holiday sales season. Uh, yes, uh, this is just critical for basically the financial markets, uh, equities, retailers in particular. Uh, we had a head fake in September with the retail sales numbers. They, they were not good at the headline level, but were positive at the core. Uh, excluding, uh, we had some issues with uh, the auto component and the gasoline component, but after you discounted both autos and gasoline, sales were actually up 0.4% in the latest report. Uh, looking ahead, we still got to drill down to the detail. Uh, we had a little bit of slippage in terms of unit new auto sales uh, down 0.3% for the month and gasoline sales are likely down due to price effects. But the core is likely to be decent based on uh, forecast for 0.3%. Also, uh, what really stood out, probably the second most important item outside of uh, the Yellen testimony was uh, numbers from Macy's. Uh, Macy's reported uh, favorable numbers last week, which point to retailers possibly having a good, a good, not outstanding, but a good holiday season coming up. Well, retailers have been uh, were cautious going into the season, and uh, very cautious. Very they're cautious. probably, like you say, a little less cautious right now. In the weekly chain store reports, uh, have in the longer trend uh, been flat at best, but they have they are showing upticks now for the last couple of weeks, so that's a good sign. It, it, it's a good sign, not an outstanding sign, but a good sign, yes. Now, we also get an update on housing uh, with existing home sales. Uh, today, we had the housing market index, which showed um, a not, a still easing optimism among home builders. Uh, what do you make right now of the housing market, Mark? It looks like the housing market is still relatively healthy and it's relative toward a very bad recession not long, not that long ago. Uh, we've still got uh, very low mortgage rates uh, based on the Fed ba basically buying into the market for mortgage-backed securities and uh, that's making housing affordability um, relatively good, but we're we're seeing some slippage. We we may be leveling off for a little while. Uh, pending home sales uh, were not that great in the most recent release. Uh, they dropped actually a sharp 5.6 percent in the latest report. So uh, expectations are not for a good number this week. Do, housing, do you think it has it geared uh, down just a bit? It looks like housing 
has notched, will be notching down just a little. Uh, the fundamentals are roughly the same. The mortgage rates, uh, they're still very favorable. Um, unemployment has come down. Payroll jobs have risen, but only modestly. So uh, the, the fundamentals are modestly favorable, um, but we may be losing some steam in this sector. Well, that's, this sector was uh, strongly built at the beginning of the year. Uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it comes out. Manufacturing was also uh, billed to be a, a, a central strength for the year, at least the second half of the year. How, is it, how, uh, how are the manufacturing numbers panning out? Uh, we've had the, the manufacturing sector has actually been a little difficult to read. You've really, really got to pay attention to the detail. Uh, the regional surveys have been mixed. Uh, the most recent uh, from Empire State that weakened for November. Uh, we actually had the regional surveys have been mixed. Uh, there have been more negative than positive, though I think Philly also was relatively positive and others not. But there's not been a, a close connect between the regional surveys and the national data. Plus, at the national level, you've had to look beyond the headline number for industrial production and look at the manufacturing component. Um, Utilities are very volatile, and uh, we've had problems in terms of uh, weather affecting the, the headline number. For the most recent report, manufacturing was actually relatively healthy. Uh, autos are always a little volatile. Uh, excluding motor vehicles, manufacturing was actually up 0.4% in the most recent report. So we may be regaining some momentum in this sector as housing levels. Thank you very much, Mark Rogers of Econoday. I'm Mark Pinter for Econoday.